Welcome to In the Weeds, a Mindscape podcast. Hey there, welcome to episode five of the In the Weeds podcast. I'm Pete Brand, Mindscape CEO and co-founder, and I'm joined by Jeff Bell, Mindscape's COO. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about goal setting, knowing the numbers, and uh, some ROI. So with that, Pete, you're out uh, pounding the pavement a lot, and uh, people, you know, during our sales process, one of the big things for us is goal setting, and uh, we like to make sure that we're able to achieve goals and work towards goals. So talk a little bit about uh, maybe goals versus, I'm going to call it wishes. Um, we all hear about SMART goals. Uh, what's kind of the most important piece of, uh, of a smart goal? All right, cool. No, I appreciate that. And goal setting has always been something that's been of interest to me because I've been a huge fanatic of uh, personal development and all that stuff. And everybody always said, you know, a dream or a goal that's not written down is nothing more than a wish and blah, blah, blah. And you get all these, you know, all these uh, self-help gurus who give you your idea of what goal setting is. But frankly, when you're working in the marketing field and you have a marketing agency, one of the most important things that you can define is what is that future state that a client is hiring you to be able to achieve? In future state, you can say, you know, uh, we want a, a website that wows our audience, but how do you measure that? How do you measure something whether it wows or not? It's not like we have cameras that look into their eyes as they're perusing the website and be able to tell. So you really have to establish an objective measurement of whether you're achieving what it is you've been hired to achieve or not, right? So smart goals, another thing, like all of the weirdest, most hokiest stuff always comes in, in discussions about, about goal setting. Well, smart goals, I always hated hearing that, but when you think about what's behind smart goals, right? It's specific. So we wanna know specifically what it is that we're gonna accomplish. It needs to be measurable because if not, like it's a wow factor or something like that. Or it's a, it's a perception or a, a, you know, a value equation, right? Okay. Like uh, I, I solely, uh, as the CEO, am determining if we hit this goal or not. Right. <laughs> right. You know, it's my opinion. Yep, and it has to be attainable because if it's not attainable, then you're just like, you know, smoking some dope and trying to figure out, you right, know, yeah. some crazy thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm not going to go through the whole smart goal measurement thing, but the bottom line is like, especially in our world, right? Our brand promise is more leads, more sales, more profit. So we really, when we're working with a client, we need to determine. What, where are you today with goals and where do you need us to get you to specifically? Where is your revenue today and where do you want to be in 12 months, 24 months, whatever, specifically in profitability? Like, are you losing money? Are you bleeding out? If so, let us take a look at that and see where you're spending and make sure that you're actually going to make profit. Right. And so that takes us kind of to the next thing there. A lot of companies often don't have goals, especially around marketing efforts, right? They're, they're going to hire an agency or they're going to, you know, get some outside consultants to do a thing. And oftentimes that is 
for right or for wrong to get to a deliverable of some sort. Maybe a website, maybe a billboard, maybe um, a bunch of brochures that they can send out or postcards. Oftentimes it's around a deliverable. Um, we do work a little bit differently as a growth agency, right? And so we, we don't want to work towards a deliverable. We want to work towards a goal or a, a result. We want to produce results. So when we're looking at goal setting, there are some metrics that we tend to look at as an agency that you should have goals around. Um, and, you know, I guess I'll talk uh, on that a little bit. We have what I uh, affectionately like to call our high five, uh, which are visits or sessions, leads, uh, customers, conversion rate, and close rate. So those are the five. And really, there are a lot of leading indicator metrics. You know, a lot of people will take a look at, well, how many page views did I get? Or, you know, how many, um, what's time on site? Or what's a bounce rate? Those are all fine metrics to look at. And sometimes we'll look to directly influence some of those. But really, you should have goals around those five because all of those other um, smaller metrics, bounce rate, time on site, page views, all of that type of stuff are really leading up to how many visits or sessions did you get? Uh, how many leads did that result in? How many customers did that result in? And then what are those two ratios of conversion rate from you know visit to lead and close rate from lead to customer? Right. So just so we run the risk of not using, you know, industry gobbledygook and someone's new or whatever, you know, they're not understanding us. You mentioned working towards deliverables, right? A lot of people work towards deliverables. Ultimately, I think folks that are like, we need a new website or we need an email campaign or we need a thing, right? When it's deliverable focused, it ends up being judged subjectively based on a beauty contest and not what it's going to produce. And very commonly when someone is coming and they want a deliverable done, they're oftentimes they haven't thought about what the goals are that they're looking to produce, right? So there aren't goals established. Sure. So what numbers do you need to be able to determine? Like hardcore business numbers that every business owner has to pay attention to, to ensure that they're not paying too much for this thing, which decreases the likelihood of them ever getting a return. Right. So what are those numbers? Yeah. So I think, you know, outside of getting goals around those, that high five, um, some on the ROI side of the equation, you really need to look at um, four things, uh, three or four things. We'll call it uh, we'll call it four, but uh, there's just different ways to calculate it. So the the most important is customer lifetime value. I know when I was first new to the business world, fresh out of college, I was like, lifetime value. How in the world do you even figure that out? And um, so it's it's actually not as mysterious as I as I had once made it. I'm probably just dumb, but uh, so. You basically just take your average sale, and it, it's truly average. So if you sell everything from a dollar fifty widget to a million dollar house, um, very few do that. But if you do that, you basically just take what's your average sale, and you can limit this to a month, right? Limit it to a month period. Take your average sale. How many times then, uh, for those average sales, how many times does a customer repeat that sale from you? So, and again, if their first sale is a dollar and their second sale is 
$500, that doesn't matter. That'll all come out in the averages. Um, then how many years do you typically have that customer over their lifetime? So, you know, a great example is uh, like Dollar Shave Club. Um, we're not really sponsoring them and they're not sponsoring us. Yeah, because we have beards and we don't Right, shave. yeah, yeah. But Dollar Shave Club, if you want to throw some money our way, hey, we're, we're open to it. But anyway, um, so, you know, with them, you pay like what, a dollar, six dollars, depending on your, your package. You get it once a month. And then so for them, it's really easy, right? They have like essentially three products. They've got more now, but let's just for sake of this argument, $6 a month, they've got a, you know, thousand customers That's $6,000. Each of those customers stays around for five years. You know, you do the math and that's your, your customer lifetime value. So in that case, you know, if, if each customer is paying, let's say, $12 a year and they're around for four years, that's $48 for a customer. So that's your average customer lifetime value. That's an important number to know because, for example, if you wanted to do a, uh, a pay-per-click campaign and you were targeting, uh, you know, razors or, you know, men's razors or something like that. If there's a lot of competition and stuff for that, we have a whole, we have a whole podcast about that, but um, you will, uh, you're not going to potentially want to bid on those terms if one click costs you $48, right? Because then it's going to take you for every customer you get, you're not going to get any return on that customer for four years, right? It's not going to be until you're five or month 49 that you're going to get any sort of return on that. So that's a really important metric to know, um, customer lifetime value. Um, aside from that, you're going to want to understand your conversion rate. And that's again from uh, conversion from someone who comes to your site and then to someone who becomes a lead. So that's anyone who fills out a form or expresses some sort of interest. That's how we measure it. Um, if they are filling out a form, downloading content, asking for a, a uh, to you know some form of, of interaction with you and they trade you their email address and name and contact information uh, for you know in exchange for something whether that's a phone call or a download um, that's conversion rate how many people need to come to your website before you get you know how many leads so if you get a hundred people coming to your site and 10 of them click on a fill out a form you got a 10% conversion rate there the next thing is then your close rate. So once you talk to those 10, how many then become a, a final customer for that $48 or what have you? Um, in that case, you know, you've, you'd have a 10% a close rate also, but then you've got a 1%, right? Because it took 100 visitors to equal one customer. Now, the reason we measure all five of those things, because it could be as simple as, well, how many visits does it take to get one customer? And it's not that simple because there's a lot of levers that can be pulled in between there to increase either the amount of traffic, to increase the conversion rate. So instead of getting 10, you could get 12, you know, and then that flows down and then we can increase close rate as well. And then the last thing that you can either, depending on how you calculate lifetime value, uh, is your margin. So you, if, if it's uh, like $48 or whatever in the case of Dollar Shave Club is their customer lifetime value, um, then you need to figure out your margin on that. So is it a $24 margin? Is it a $3 margin on that? Uh, because again, that's going to factor into 
making decisions with how to spend money. Right. So let's see if I can simplify this and just boil it down really easy. Are you saying I built you a clock when you asked me uh, no. what time it was? No, 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 no. But <laughs> I never I, do that. But I have, I have ADD and after 30 words, I start oh, to okay. lose focus. But, so and, and let's, in, the, in the case of Dollar Shave Club, let's assume that their customer is going to spend... Uh, LTV of a thousand bucks, right? Because no one spends a dollar. If you do, right, yeah. If you do, you grow a beard because you have to right. cover up all the scars <laughs> that you got from those crappy little blades. But but let's say it's let's say the LTV is a thousand dollars. So if if it's a thousand dollars and I have a one percent conversion rate, so it's going to take me a hundred people to get to the website to be able to produce one lead, right? So then that one, and, and then we have a ten percent close rate. So then it's going to take me 10 leads to be able to get one customer. So in order to get 10 leads, I'm going to have to get a thousand visitors. So when we know what the LTV is and we know how much a, we can break it down to determine what a lead is worth, and then we can ultimately break it down to find out what a customer is worth. So if we are visitors worth, so if we find out that every visitor to the site costs a dollar, and we go and set up our own pay-per-click campaign, we're spending $3, we're losing money all day long. And so a lot of people don't take the time to dig in and understand those numbers to the point where they're making wise choices and they never end up in a position where they can get an ROI. So that's really the three points that we wanted to cover today. And Jeff, I'll have you do a recap on that. But if you're not sure what your numbers are, and if you're having a difficult time understanding like what you should be spending to, to be able to attract people to your website, let's have a conversation or you know read some of the articles in our blog that actually talk about that stuff. So why don't you do a recap? Yeah, and also, um, and we'll put it uh, in the description of this, uh, but we do have a little calculator we'd be happy to run through with you to help you kind of determine some of these numbers. Yeah, so we talked about goal setting today. We got in the weeds really about uh, SMART goals and really the the fact that the measurable, the M in SMART is the most important thing, making sure that, that we can actually have a, a, a finish line there when we know we've, when we've hit the goal. We talked about uh, kind of our high five uh, recommendations for some metrics you should put some goals around. Those are visits, leads, customers, conversion rate, close rate. And then um, how to kind of determine an ROI uh, around those numbers once you get those set. So that's uh, our episode for today. All right, man. Well, make sure that you check out our website at wearemindscape.com forward slash in the weeds so you can find additional episodes. Or you can visit our social channels at We Are Mindscape using the hashtag in the weeds podcast. Or you can send us an email at intheweeds at wearemindscape.com for any future episode ideas or any questions you might have. But thank you very much for tuning in, and we look forward to talking to you on the next one.